Welcome back to Weather on the Go. I'm meteorologist Madison Wright. <laughs> did you forget your name? I did for a half a second. It's been a long day. Uh, it's been yes. a long day. I am joined by... Meteorologist... You forgot Austin. your name, too! Austin Lowe. No, I was actually just joking. <laughs> oh, good start. We're, no, we're off yeah. to a good start. We're off to a great start. It has been a week. It's been a wild week. We started off with Saturday. Oh. No, excuse me. That was Sunday, correct? Where we had uh, flooding. No, it was Saturday because it was after Mackinac Island. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have zero <laughs> concept of the passage of time, folks. It's a serious issue. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> here we are. But, yes, Saturday we started off with some severe weather. We had some uh, flash flood uh, warnings issued in the northwestern lower. And then uh, some stronger storms Further south. Yeah. Uh, there was a one supercell that rolled through um, Clare County mm-hmm. and then dove south and produced bad weather downstate, had more tornadoes. Um, yeah. Which it's, I mean, I dug into some numbers, Madison, mm-hmm. uh, and those of you listening. Um, it's been an average year when it comes to Michigan tornadoes. We've seen 13 so far, and 16 is the average. We typically see tornadoes between July and uh, wow, I'm, the, I'm thinking backwards. July to no, um, from April to July. So we're ending July. Fingers crossed that we're done with severe weather season. But mm-hmm. although we've had average amount of tornadoes in Michigan, it's been fairly quiet since mm-hmm. the Macosta and Claire tornadoes up here. Mm-hmm. We've had risks. It's but. been a weird, weird season. Right. I, I really feel like because last summer. I felt like every other day we had at least one severe thunderstorm warning. We had pop-up thunderstorms that would just blow up, you know, several times right. a week, and then we'd get those systems coming through. But that being said— It was because we were brand new here, and well, we were no, <laughs> no, no. I thought I still think it was it was a pretty active season. But that being said, we didn't have anything quite like what set up yesterday. No. Yesterday was like obviously. You and I are still on the younger side, still have uh, some experiences to be had. Right. But uh, I've never experienced something like that. Like, even living in Kansas, right. I don't think I'd ever been that close to a level four risk. Well, and I can tell you right now, um, so before this, I was in Detroit, and we were in a level four risk with damaging winds being the primary concern. Uh, and being in the broadcast business and being in a level four risk it's alarming, especially mm-hmm. in Michigan. And mm-hmm. you're from Kansas or grew up, well, grew up went in to Tennessee. school in Kansas yeah. and saying you haven't seen it. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's alarming as a broadcaster. It is. I think it's alarming, period. But I also want to take a moment. Um, so obviously we post updates on Facebook all the time. Yeah. And there was one comment that I saw yesterday that got me thinking. Um, people were debating like, well, this TV station has me in a level two, but this TV station has me in a level three. Um, And I think it's important to note that when you see convective outlooks or severe weather potential that are those, uh, the scale one to five, Hmm. those aren't put out by broadcasters. We are simply relaying a message that was given to us by the Storm Prediction Center. And that is all their job is, is to find out where the strongest storms are going to be across the country and put out those risk polygons, I'll say. Um, So they do those zone forecasts. We do not. Which definitely helps us. Oh, yes. For sure. Most certainly. Most certainly. Yeah, it's not like we're over here uh, 
uh, messing around with the polygons. Yeah, it's, just, it's just yeah, just like we don't issue severe thunderstorm warnings or tornado warnings. Like right. that's not our uh, area of uh, control. Well, I, we it's yeah. our expertise, but it, we don't control it. Yeah, we no. communicate to you and, what's going and on, and we're in communication with those who do control it. Yes. Um. So yeah. So yesterday we oh well I woke up. <laughs> And I looked over and saw we had a level three risk. And I was like, well, that's... That escalated quickly. That escalated quickly. Um, came in that day. We had a quick conversation that morning. Everybody was on board. Well, um, if you don't mind, um, even before I'm interrupting, um, <laughs> before we came in that morning, the day before, it was just kind of like, yeah, you know, we might see a couple of stronger thunderstorms, mostly rain showers. Uh, I know that was what was on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we said, I know I said on air, hey, a couple strong storms come Wednesday night into Thursday, but I didn't think anything Mm-mm. of it. And then again, you, you roll over the next morning and, and you're like, oh. seeing a level three risk. And, yeah. and that's alarming. Yeah, because up here, we, I mean, you all listening know, like, we'll get a level one risk. Yeah, that light, light green two. shade and then the yellow. Um, even level, like, level three doesn't happen super often. We'll get it, like, once or twice a season, I feel yeah. like. But, um, yeah, so that's where we started. And then throughout the mid-morning, it was just you and I forecasting all morning, yeah. watching, watching, waiting. Right. Um, Literally, like, we were glued to the computers all day, yes. picking things apart and waiting for those next updates. And then here comes level four. Right. And then uh, four o'clock rolls around. And uh, it was really interesting because I was, like, I was co-anchoring the four. Right. Um, so I was sitting on the opposite side of the studio just to give you, like, a visual or a mental picture here. Um, so next thing I know, I hear you and Tom back there going, like, I don't remember what was said, but there was something said, and I perked up, like, wait, what? <laughs> it, it was essentially a conversation where, like, did you just see what happened? Yeah. May, uh, Oce- Oceana County is now on a level four, and I was grazing like, Luego. And I was like, do what now? <laughs> right. Um, now, granted, we weren't in the highest risk, no. and, and I'll admit, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, maybe I didn't communicate that enough, mm-hmm. but... When you're talking about a level four and a level three risk, I know you communicated mm-hmm. it at, at noon. Uh, it really doesn't matter where the line is. It's mm-hmm. Our job is to protect the public, bring out information to help you understand it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so when your safety could be at risk, That's we're going concern. to communicate it. Yes, there was some uncertainty, but uh, I know There's for me, I'd rather <laughs> send out an alert mm-hmm. and not have severe weather happen and say, hey, I got power. I'm good. Yeah. I charged my phone last night just in yeah, case. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, and and like you said, like it's just so important not to get caught up on those lines because the difference spatially between a level four and a level three risk was about 50 miles. Right. And you and I look at systems like this every day. They can shift 50 miles yeah. in like a couple hours of model runs of new data, they can completely change tracks. If you shifted that line a hundred miles east, yeah, that's that's northern Michigan. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, so it's, it's large areas. Um, the system had been on track for several days, so we had 
that is one of the most interesting things. So obviously at this point, all of you know that the event did not pan out as anticipated. Mm -hmm. Northern Michigan, we lucked out. Yeah. We didn't see anything. And, you know, at this point, it's obviously not a bad thing right. <laughs> um, because Wisconsin got hit hard. Right. Hit hard. Um, and you and I were talking this morning with Michael Stevens, mm -hmm. uh, of course, the Michigan This Morning meteorologist, and we, golden boy, as you say. <laughs> um, uh, chuckle for us, Michael. Um, and essentially what, what it came down to was energy. energy. Uh, convective available potential energy, or CAPE, is the technical term if you're a weather nerd listening. Mm -hmm. um, and some of those values, Madison, crazy. Absolutely insane. Okay, so here, here's the setup. If you haven't heard my spiel already, Austin <laughs> has, but you all at home may not have. So here's what happened, okay? Normally, our systems are steered by an up, upper-level jet. Um, in this case, our upper-level jet was strong-ish. For it, Michigan standards. For Michigan, it was strong. Yeah. Um, and under normal circumstances, it would have been enough to push those storms directly southeast, which was the path that everyone thought they would be on. Well, then those storms started to develop because there was so much energy to the south. I'll tell you how much here in a second, but I got to get through this train of thought first. <laughs> There's so much energy to the south that fueled these storms. They basically became their own little mini low pressure systems strong enough to break away mm -hmm. from the flow of the jet and move in their own direction, yep. which was towards more energy. So they literally just went directly south, despite, you know, like the most modern convention that meteorologists use is that upper level jet. That's how we determine mm -hmm. the track of systems in the path. And well, is it heading south or is it heading north? Is right. it heading, you know? That's what we look at before we even dig Literally. into models. Like yeah. that's, that's the number one thing. Yeah. And then we look at the models and we say, oh, yeah, I agree. This is lining that's, up. That's lining this is up going well. We but there was so much energy. Okay, so <laughs> for like a, a decent thunderstorm, you need around. I'm going to get really sciencey here, but you need like a thousand joules of energy. Um, that's like a little thunderstorm, yeah. not the major. Um, sometimes like in northern Michigan, you can get a thunderstorm with like 500, 800 right. joules. Okay. Yeah. And that sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Well, hear this. All right. The thunderstorms yesterday were moving into an area of over 6,000 joules. And this wasn't a radar model. This was actual data from this, a weather balloon. Yes, yes. This was hard data that was brought in. And then based on uh, model estimations, there were spots that were up to 7,000 joules of cake. Right. Which is... Unbelievable. I, <laughs> I will be completely honest with you. I did not know that was possible until yesterday. I, same. Um, and then I started asking questions. I'm like, well, what's the highest value ever recorded? Right, right. Um, and... Uh, that turns out to be a number that's kind of difficult to find. <laughs> yes. Uh, Between you and I, I know it's, yeah. it's Somewhere above like that 8,000, eight, yeah, 8 to 9,000 8 to 9,000 joules. So, Which is incredible, incredible when you're talking about we were in the top 75% ever recorded yeah. joules per kilogram of energy. Yeah, cake. and that's to say, like, I don't know how often that happens. Um, I don't. I don't have that, but I can but look that exactly up. But that's exactly it. Now. We know that that doesn't happen frequently. And that's so true. That's Boom. true. We were concerned about the event. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. Yeah, that, that is very true. You got uh, me there. And by uh, the way, um, 
to continue on this subject, I know Madison did a great breakout this morning. Uh, it's when, Thursday, Thursday, it's Thursday uh, on yes. the noon show. Go over to 9and10news.com. Yeah. Uh, we've got you. the awesome yeah. write-up. Yeah, uh, Austin. Awesome Austin spent well. <laughs> most of the day on the write-up. <laughs> the article and then your video. Yes. Tag team in it. Sorry. As usual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about my video. I can't talk. It's all right. But, but yeah, so this system was absolutely insane to watch unfold. And um, we have reports of 90-mile-per-hour wind gusts in Wisconsin. There's a couple reports of funnel clouds. Uh, no tornadoes have been confirmed at this point, but obviously NWS in Wisconsin is surveying. actively surveying those locations. And, and Madison, I don't think I would have done any anything differently uh, no. with a weather alert day across central lower yeah. despite nothing happening when you see something that extreme mm -hmm. uh, you know again we're here for your safety yeah. and we care about you you know we, mm -hmm. we want you to be as safe as possible especially when we're talking about an overnight event when mm -hmm. most are sleeping. that was the big concern yeah the timing was absolutely horrible mm -hmm. um that was a major concern, and I, I completely agree. I think we did everything in our – everything we could have done to communicate as well as possible. Are there things now in hindsight that I'm like, okay, next time I'm going to do this and next mm -hmm. time I'm going to do that? Yeah, because that's how our job works. It's right. always a learning experience. It's, a, it's an evolving science yes, and exactly. an evolving communication. Exactly. Social science. Exactly. Uh, so Yeah, and I mean, I uh, if, if anybody has any recommendations or – things that they might see beneficial, uh, let us know, chime mm -hmm. in. You know, we've been doing this podcast for how long now? And That's you know, a good we haven't, we haven't heard a, a lot from you out there. <laughs> uh, so knocking on the yeah. door, you know, come, come email it, hit us up, <laughs> email, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Insta. It was, um, it was an interesting situation. Yeah. I think that, uh, it was a really good learning experience and just really interesting overall yeah. um i still can't believe how it turned out i literally woke up this morning and i was like oh there was no southeast progression yeah. it was all south interesting wow. interesting yeah literally so you can only hear me making noise <laughs> not the <laughs> but yeah so that is our podcast today just kind of going back over what happened our thoughts on the situation um, and like Austin said, if you have questions, please let us know. Uh, we want to be as transparent as possible with you all at home, especially when it comes to your safety and things like yeah. severe weather and our weather alert days. Because we don't have enough time on TV to explain everything, answer all of your questions. So this is another platform to exactly. do so, so. Exactly. So. Thanks thank for listening. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back in another couple of weeks. So this has been Weather on the Go.